Hello and welcome to Little Steps Big Futures, the podcast that brings you all things early years. Each week, we chat to some incredible guests with amazing stories, talk about childcare tips, and delve into some controversial topics. I'm Aoife Murphy. And I'm Jenny McCarty. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Uh, you're with myself and Aoife again today on our own. Um, we are doing a lot of our kind of own ones these days as well. I think it's good sometimes to for us to take a step back and kind of look at why we set up the podcast in the first place. Um, and, you know, I suppose we used to have all these conversations, just the two of us before we started the podcast, and now we're sharing them with you. So hopefully you're enjoying them as well. Yeah, so hopefully you're all... I suppose, over the big, crazy September month and we're into October now. So hopefully everything has started to settle down. I know it's freezing here today. So um, we all have our winter jackets on and um, the heating is is definitely being turned up inside the settings as well. So other than that, I hope you're all okay. Um, Aoife, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I think I'm the exact same like if anyone sees the clip of us on our Instagram I'm wearing like the biggest fluffiest fleece it's freezing here um and it's kind of rainy and dreary so it's kind of get definitely getting into that wintry kind of feeling which is my season so I'm really looking forward to like jumpers and boots and you know cozy drinks and stuff by the fire that kind of that kind of stuff hopefully we can do that this Christmas but uh yeah, I suppose the reason that we're t- talking with no guests on today is because I feel like sometimes we can view the sector a little bit negatively and we're kind of fast to point out the flaws of the sector and uh, maybe we forget then to take a step back and look at why we actually did get into the job. So uh, that's that's the main reason we're coming on today is kind of to talk about why we love childcare and why we love our job. And I know we've gotten some input from a lot of our followers on Instagram who wrote to us and and told us why they love their job as well. So that's what this podcast is going to be about. Exactly. So we might jump right in and um, go through some of the lovely responses that we got. Um, you know, it's you see so much negativity around the childcare sector, um, especially in the media. And, you know, I think sometimes when you're talking to another childcare practitioner, it's easy to go down the route of, how bad your week has been or how much stress you're under or your wages um, instead of actually looking at the positive side of it and why we love the job. So um, let's start off with one and um, see what lovely things the people said. Um, so a big one that came in was building relationships with the kids and families. Uh, this is something that I guess is what creates the whole childcare environment and what makes us like a second family for the children in a second home. And it's really amazing to have a child come in on their first day and they could be with you right up until they finish their primary school if they're coming to you for um, after schools as well. So over those years, you really build up relationships and you really get to know the children and their families inside out. Um, and I suppose it's really important for us as practitioners to make that effort and make that connection. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, just, you know, from a personal experience on that one, um, 
was speaking with um, my own family uh, during the week and my little niece has, has recently started crash after the whole pandemic. So she's a year and almost a year and a half. And um, her mom said, you know, she runs in every morning and she gives a hug to each of her teachers and she's only one and a half. And even there, you can you can nearly tell from that relationship that her practitioners in the room are doing an amazing job supporting the children and families because you can see that relationship that she's happy going in. She doesn't look back. She's running straight into their arms and she before she even does anything in the room, she has to give them a hug. And that's that's a part of her routine now. And like you can see that that connection there with them and. You know, for me, it's hard because I'm like, I don't want anyone else to love her, <laughs> you know, as much as we do. But it's lovely to see that she's happy and that she's safe and she's enjoying that environment, too. Exactly. And they spend, you know, eight to nine plus hours in the setting every day. Um, you know, so most of their lives is is spent in, in childcare if the, both, the work, both the parents are working. Uh, you know, so it's really important that they do have those positive relationships within the setting, you know, and I know it's probably hard for yourself to see, especially when you're living, you know, so far away and that you don't spend as much time with her than the actual practitioners do. But I suppose it gives you a bit of peace and gives her parents a bit of peace that she's happy in there. And, you know, she has those secure and positive relationships. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, coming from an, an educator background myself, I think I scrutinize not not on purpose but probably like asking a little more uh, questioning on her parents saying like you know what are the policies what are they doing what's the kind of routine because you know you've been in that situation and you know and it all sounds like it's an excellent place to be so you know they're doing a good job but I do I do miss those milestones as well being so far away but definitely you know sharing um, having a great connection between the parents and the families and the caregivers inside is is key and it's probably our number one priority. Um, so we might move on because we have a, a couple more to talk about. Um, so we got a lovely, lovely one here, which is kind of playing on what I spoke about. Um, so somebody had written in to say how excited that her children had got every time they see the educators in the morning. So that's pretty similar to my experience. Especially when the children are starting first, it is completely normal for children to have a day where they cry going in or they want to spend, you know, that extra time giving mom or dad the extra hug and the kiss. Or you might have kids like we had it recently, a child that we've had with the last three years and there has been no time where they've cried coming in. And one morning last week, they just had a bad morning and they wanted to spend the day with mom instead of coming into us. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that either. So you know, I just don't want to give, I suppose, a false sense of that every child should be running in every day, but most kids do. And it is fabulous to see in the morning that there is no problem. And I suppose it makes it easier on mom and dad or less guilt going to work if, um, you know, parents and guardians see their kids going in, running in the door. So it is it is great to see. Yeah. And I suppose it is very important to highlight that if you have a child who's been in the setting for three years, two years, and they've had absolutely no issues running in, and then all of a sudden they have an issue. I think parents, not not that parents are quick to judge the practitioners or the setting, but sometimes they can say, right, well, has something negative happened to my child? Um, you know, and obviously always follow your gut and follow up with your practitioners and the manager. But 99% of the time, a child might be going through a milestone. There might be an underlying issue that they might be just feeling a bit unwell um, and they want to stay at home 
or you know some kids just kind of take a turn and it's very normal and it's very natural that that can happen or alternatively there could be a child who's kind of you know they're fighting with in the classroom and they don't want to go in to to face them that day so it is important obviously to follow your gut and kind of question that and follow why your child isn't running in but I guarantee it's going to be for a very short period of time maybe a day or two maybe a week and then they'll be back to themselves again exactly um we had another um comment as well saying my five-year-old loved her crush all the fab staff who looked after her so well played a big part of her world and this is the thing you know for that time you are such a big part of their world and then they go on to school and they kind of forget about you and you know they're still it's funny to think about sometimes that you are such a huge part of their life you know for maybe like let's say just going by the preschool or if they don't come to you for after schools like you're such a huge part of their life for their first you know two to three years and then they go on to primary school at whatever age and you know they kind of I guess like forget about you and um you know looking back into my childhood I do still have those um preschool teachers in the back of my mind that I had or a child minder that I went to after school um you know and you you remember the little bits about it but you know you're only a part of the world for a, for a small time and um but I guess you do make such a big difference and it's probably more the parents that will remember you than the kids at the end of the day yeah for it's sure really there somewhere <laughs> yeah and like they we're a part of their world we're a huge part of their world but I think also they're a huge part of our world like if we sat down and really thought about all the classes and children we've had since we started educating like you definitely will remember most of them you know you can always recall the children and seeing them especially being you know from us from a, a town where nearly everyone knows each other and um, where I worked anyway and you see them in town shopping with their parents years later and you're like oh there is so and so and they have no idea who you are and you're waving and the mom's <laughs> waving and the children are looking at you like who are they you know but I think we never forget either and I think that's a huge part of why educators become educators because the caring never really stops definitely definitely yeah it's lovely to see them or you know especially like our local paper like the advertiser or the outlook that we'd have in Killarney you know you might see pictures and it's so funny you'd recognize the face because they haven't changed much they've just gotten much taller you know so um but it's lovely to see them progressing or like meeting the parents down the line and seeing how they're getting on in school and stuff is lovely as well um one as well that kind of resonates a lot is the funny statements the children crack me up I mean there's days that you could be in work and you're having an awful day or you're just going out, you know, about your your normal day and the kids come out with something, you know, um, whether it be that mom and dad um, were killing each other last night or mommy and daddy were having um, glass of wine last night or, you know, they, they'd hang you out to dry. So um, I remember I was talking to a child last week and um, she was actually up in my arms. She was telling me something and uh, I was talking to another two practitioners as well at the same time and the child was kind of looking at me a bit strangely and I was kind of wondering and she said you have something black in your teeth I had a bit of lunch in my teeth that nobody had reminded me or told me about except the child had no problem pointing it out <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> I think that that also piggybacks on some of the other comments we got in that uh you know they're very honest with you like you know there's no errors and graces with kids you could think that you're the best thing since sliced bread and the child will take you right back down to earth like with a comment or 
especially me because I have a, a lot of freckles on my face I do get a lot of uh, why do you have so many spots on your face or what's wrong with your face because I guess freckles develop over time so little kids don't have that many but you know, I've I'm aged now with a lot of them so it's funny when they kind of talk about that or uh, I've been in so many awkward situations where parents have come in other parents have come in to collect their own child and another child would say oh what happened to their face or like they'll comment on a piece of their clothing or something and you're like trying to check silence them or push them behind you a little bit to, <laughs> to to make sure the other parent doesn't hear so it is funny how honest they are and they're um you know always telling you exactly how it is exactly they definitely won't hold back anyway um another thing that we can relate to a lot is somebody said the pride on a child's face when they do something they have been struggling with like putting on their coat or open their lunchbox or building a tower you have no idea <laughs> unless you've worked with children or have children the pride that when you have been working at whether it be putting on their own shoes and you know there's been plenty of kids over the years that they've put on their shoes and they've been on the wrong feet and you're still proud because they've gotten them on themselves, you know? So, and, and they're so happy because they feel so, um, you know, independent and it's great. So it's a great kind of moment to share with them. Yeah, definitely. It's probably one of our number one favorites. We've had a couple of other um, messages saying, you know, when they smash through their milestones and, you know, you're so happy, especially if you have that child who may not necessarily be delayed, might just be slightly behind and then all of a sudden it just all the milestones just come at the same time and you know we do I think we do get emotional and we do take that to heart a lot and uh, it's not just a day of work like you know for us it is a lot more deeply rooted than that um, and we do take that home as much as we try not to take it home we take that home we could be getting into bed or brushing our teeth later and be like do you remember when Johnny did that now today you know and you do think about it when you're outside of the setting as well definitely and uh, just there as well there's one that says watching the children grow up and develop and I just feel this has hit me so much um, this year because we've had a lot of children I suppose I started working in the cert- this setting three years ago so we would have had a lot of children that when I started were toddlers and even younger and now they're going on to school and I watched them you know being the setting for the last three years and now they've just started school this September and like they come in in their uniforms, their school bags in the evening. And I'm just standing there saying, how have they grown up this quick? And I can only imagine for their parents, like how they're feeling, because it's an emotional one for me, not to mind the parents. And, you know, they come in and you're asking them how school was and they're telling you that they made another friend this week and they were so happy and telling you about their new friends and their teacher. And they're just so excited and like to watch them. We're so privileged to be able to watch them, like go through those stages of life as well. Yeah, definitely. And I have an own, like a, a personal story on, on that. It's, um, I remember my last Valentine's Day working in childcare and one of my little boys came in and brought me roses. And I swear that'll be forever like ingrained in my memory. So watching him, you know, be so kind and like developing, growing up throughout the year from, you know, maybe like not knowing manners or just being a child in general to kind of saying, yo, it's Valentine's Day. Mommy and daddy like have talked about it at home. I seen daddy give mom presents or vice versa. And then he's like wanting because I know his mom said that wasn't her idea that he actually wanted to do it himself. So he brought one in for all the teachers. So 
you know, seeing him growing up and like probably into like a perfect gentleman, I could, t- I, you know, you can tell pretty early when, when people are going to grow up with just such a kind heart, like they all have kind hearts, but yeah, watching them grow up is probably one of the most emotional things ever. And when you see them learning that compassion or, you know, even I find the preschoolers that would have been our in our junior preschool room last year and now they're in their senior preschool. The summer has really just made them grow up and, you know, just the way about them and the way they're, you know, developing new friendships and relationships because their social skills have developed. So they have, you know, you're kind of watching them and they're actually putting into practice what you taught them the, the previous year. And it's actually amazing to see. Yeah, it is. It is really nice um, to see that as well. And um, somebody else wrote in there as well that you can just be yourself around them. And I think that's so important because we live in a world where social media and catfishing, I suppose, takes over where you can be one person online and you can be another person offline that, you know, you can be completely yourself. You can be your silly self. You know, like anyone who works with kids is a little bit silly, is a little bit crazy, has a bit of an out there personality. And I love that like children won't judge you and you can definitely be yourself around them and you can be whoever you are and they're not going to care you know once you're caring and compassionate and and they're having fun with you I think that's really all that matters you know they can nearly feel when you're having a down day um you know and the amount of times if you go in and sit down near them and that they'll come over and nearly sit in your lap or they'll come over showing you something or they come over doing your hair and including you in the games and um you know I suppose they what you give to them, you'll get back from them as well a lot of the time, you know, and that caring and compassion. I mean, if you're going to be cold with them or you're not going to give them that love and kindness, then you're not going to get it back from them. You know, kids are just so clever um, in that sense that they kind of feed off your energy, I guess, as well. Yeah, definitely. And and that's probably, you know, one of the main reasons we do our job as well is they're so they're so kind and caring and they you know, even if you you were having a bad day, like you said, and they just give you a cuddle, like, you know, everything just melts away and nothing else matters then when you're in that classroom and you're in that environment with them. So we've had another one from um, a parent this time who said that uh, their her kids adored their preschool workers and would be lost without them. You know, it must be great for a parent or guardian to drop them. I know we said this a while ago, but to drop them at the door in the morning and just to, you know, walk away and have your day you know, whether it's the three hours of preschool or they're in for full-time care. I don't think we even realize as educators ourselves the impact that we have on families, you know, and I think COVID, being closed for COVID um, at the very, very start really, really showed all of society and ourselves how much we are worked, Um, you know, which is probably why we are pushing so much now to get that recognition, but we leave that off this podcast, (laughs) keeping it on a positive note. Um, but you know, I think it really this year or last year made society realize how important we are, you know, and it's a huge responsibility. I mean, you're really, you're looking after somebody's pride and joy, you know, you're educating, um, children and laying the foundations for their future learning, which is, it's, it's a crazy responsibility if you put it that way. Yeah. And I think you've hit the nail on the head there because, um, not that people take us for granted as such, but people were like a consistent thing in somebody's life, you know, having a crash to go to, having a preschool to go to, um, 
knowing that they're going to be there open at quarter to, quarter to eight in the morning, half seven, whatever time your setting opens, just saying, right, I'll drop them in now because I have to go to work or I have a meeting early and we're going to be there. Um, so when you took that away during the pandemic, you know, people realized, oh, we rely on uh, childcare settings and preschool settings a lot more than we obviously thought. So yes, hopefully now that recognition kind of follows through and parents will get behind us and support us even more than they do now, I think. Yeah, and it is like, it's great to be part of the community. I mean, working in a setting for the last three years, you know, having a relationship with the staff, the children and the families. It's 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 an amazing little community. You're like a little family, you know, and the good days and the bad days, we're all kind of in it with each other. So it's it's great to be part of. And um, it would be a, a pity for that to, to weaken or for that to you know, not be there for families in a certain length of time because if, if things don't change. And yeah, I think sometimes we as educators just need to give ourselves a bit of a pat in the back or if you're having a bad day, kind of sit down and say, right, well, why am I, why am I in it? Why did I pick childcare? Because it can be really easy on the bad days to lose sight of that. And I think that's why we kind of said, right, we'll take another week because I know we kind of spoke a lot about the harshness and what's going on in the world now around the childcare sector. But this week we kind of said, right, we have to strip it all back and really think about why we did, why we did choose childcare and why we did go to college for that. And um, why we didn't go into teaching after college, which is the biggest thing. And like looking at the thousands of, of educators around Ireland right now, I think we will all be on kind of the same level and they'll be able to relate to this this podcast in some way, shape or form. So I think it's very important to just, yeah, think about the positives. I know there can be times where we got bogged down by negatives and wages and staffing crises and all that. But I think it's important to remember uh, the core values of why you did get into childcare in the first place. And the podcast that we did with Chris actually really opened my eyes uh, to know that we're not alone in Ireland. It's not just us, you know, this is happening um, globally as well. And like, you know, if it's happening in America, whereas you think that they should have it together at this stage, (laughs) you would think that, you know, maybe in Ireland, we're actually possibly ahead of the times as well, you know, and hopefully that we will start to see those changes um, come very soon. But it's great to actually sit and talk about things positively. Um, you know, there's, I guess it's the same in every sector. There is stuff that you would change or, you know, you would like to improve, um, you know, and it's the same in the childcare sector, but it's kind of long overdue now at this stage and something has to be done. And yeah, it's just nice to sit down and not be negative about it for once. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I guess we'll just end on a quick note that, um, the link to the SIP2, uh, you know, to sign up for SIP2 will be in the show notes again this week. So if you didn't get to do it last week, I'd encourage you all to uh, go in and, and and click on it, read about it, see if it's something you'd like to do. Um, because we are stronger together Um, it's easier to be heard if we are bigger as a group and we're shouting about what we want. Um, but obviously, again, not losing sight of why and not just saying, well, I want more money because I go to work every day, you know, but 99% of the people who work with childcare wouldn't be there today, you know, if they didn't love their job, even though they're not getting paid a great deal, but they're still there. And um, there's a reason for that. Yeah. And it's very easy to go and sign up if it's something that you were thinking about, just go and do it and um, you won't regret it. 
But thanks for listening today. And um, hopefully it has brightened your day a small bit, especially if you're in the childcare sector and are having a bad week. This will come out on Thursday. So you've had a full week of it. I know sometimes in your head you're thinking, if I can just get over September, October, it'll be fine. And then you get to October and you're like, oh, (laughs) maybe we'll go for November. But um, yeah, hopefully things have settled down a small bit and that your year is going well. Exactly. And we're thinking about all of you um, out there working really hard and doing what you love every single day. And we appreciate every single one of you for continuing to educate the children of our future. And uh, we'll leave you on that note. And we'll be back again next week with a special two guests, actually. So uh, we look forward to releasing that next week. See you then. Chat to you soon. Bye. Bye. As always, Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Little Steps, Big Futures, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate and review. And if you would like to get in touch, please find us on Instagram and Facebook at Little Steps, Big Futures. See you next time.